Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Nick Boddington, and again, as usual, Matt Rubus is with me. Matt, good morning. Good morning. Um, episode 28 again, Facebook Ads Basics Part 2. Numero de. Welcome to our mini-series, where we are going to host five shorter episodes, this being the second, where we discuss the fundamental basics of running Facebook ads, broken down into, into a nice, easy, memorable mini-episode. Part two, making sure you have a funnel and how you go about finding your audience. This is a little bit of homework, and you're going to get your brain going. Let's get into it. Matt. Nick. We love this bit. This is the bit that people miss out, isn't it? This what is bit? an important part. No, part, as in like part two. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like this part of the podcast. <laughs> no, no, this part of, this is everyone, pay attention. Pay alert, alert, pay attention. This is very important. <laughs> this is a very important step which you need to pay attention to. My Bristolian accent came out strong. Your what accent? My Bristolian accent. Oh, that, oh yeah, a farmy. You're a, far, a farmy? You're a farmer. I'm a farmer. Because you need Somerset. Um, I Gert mean, lost Bristol, is that? Yeah, I say, yeah. <laughs> so I do the rest of the... I, the thing is, when I actually, like... Because I don't have the thickest Bristolian accent, and somebody asked me to like talk really Bristolian once, I find it quite difficult. Because I was just going to say, like, shall I do the whole podcast in the Bristolian accent? I'll do some accent? of it. Start it off now. Start it off now. So, straight face. We're going to kick in as normal, and you're going to be someone different. Okay. So the first thing that you need to sort out before running any Facebook ads is your funnel, right? So, what is a funnel? A funnel. I think that I can't carry on doing that. So funnel. That's right. wrong. Is that is that honestly how they talk down there? So <laughs> I've I've spoke. I've spent a lot of time in Bristol. Like one of my early girlfriends, my like my proper long term first girlfriend at university days. Oh, only five years ago, she was um, she was studying in Bristol. I don't think I I don't think I ever came across. Maybe I was because it was just student world, wasn't it? They're all posh. Well, yeah, so, it, you know, if it was around, like, the Clifton area and if it was, if it's not more North Bristol, which is the part that I'm from, that's the posh bit. Yeah. I'm going to get some hate from anybody that's listening to this in Bristol. And then the South Bristol, so I have family in both and my South Bristol family is who I spend a lot of time with at Christmas. And when I come back from there at Christmas, I am proper Bristol. Um, oh really you actually out. put a bit of an accent on do you yeah yeah or to keep them happy oh no 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 no, no. just because i'm <laughs> oh. yeah sometimes sometimes i do feel like they don't understand me unless i talk in a bristolian accent <laughs> yeah yeah no it's just because i've been spending a lot of time with them and it i am obviously Bristolian. Oh, right. I, so thought, I thought it, it was like proving like, to them that you haven't changed no no no, no. Uh, but, you uh, come to the spa. Saying, all of, saying all of this i am very very proud of my roots and bristol's yeah. a great great city yeah. Um, Shall we so, kick into this podcast? We've we had a little talk, impression. Yeah. 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 So let's kick in. Um, so I think that, you know, in the last episode, it was all around like the kind of like setup and the tech. And now it's a case Boring. of. Boring. Like, 
boring. But now you're getting to the point of actually launching an ad. And I think where a lot of people go wrong is they they launch an ad without knowing the like it's basically a sales funnel, right? Which you could call that like a, a customer journey because some people right. don't like the phrase sales funnel. I think let's just educate what a sales funnel is and it doesn't necessarily mean it's like icky and salesy if, it, if it's done in the right way and aligned to like how you want to do it in your, with your brand. But all it's really doing is taking somebody that doesn't know you to becoming a customer. Yeah. Um, and then there's other funnels that take people that are an existing customer and then to get them to buy more from you. So there's like yeah. that. But then, but the ultimately, the premise of a sales funnel is to get new people into your world, your ecosystem, and turn them into a paying customer. And obviously, the way that we do that with our clients is by using Facebook ads. But for Facebook ads to work, you need to have that funnel mapped out. Like, you know, for, for example, with our ads clinic, like the starting point wasn't the ad, it was the landing page and the sign up page and the survey and the thank you page, like all of those different pages that make up that funnel. And there's lots of different types of funnel that all needed to be ready before launching an ad. And it's the same thing. I think the terminology is um, reverse engineering. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love it when we speak seriously. It has to go, you have to go put your head near this, near the microphone. <laughs> reverse, reverse engineering. Reverse engineer, yeah. Um, you know, it's this the is same as lead gen and decom. Like well, there's a funnel on both. People just think, well, I'm just going to get someone to the website, and then they've hit a landing page and they see my products, and oh, I'm an overnight millionaire because everyone's bought my product. Nah, nah. So that is a funnel. The ecom website, that's your funnel. And the stats that we're going to go on later on is in these um episodes is looking at the stats that you need to 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 know whether it's the funnel is working or not because. If they're hitting a landing page or they're hitting a product page and no one's buying, there's a fault there. I think most people go into this thinking that Facebook ads is going to save their day. In fact, that we talked about that Q&A. They think Facebook ads is going to go in and save their day because their product's amazing. They've done it themselves. They know, oh, I love this product. The world loves this product. Look, you've got to make sure all these things, this is what we're talking about with the funnel. You've got to make sure that the product's right, the price point's right. Um, are you selling something that Amazon's selling? Is it half the price on Amazon? Does it have free delivery on Amazon? All these things come into it because mm. the consumer is very, very, you know, have something that the consumer just sees and goes, yeah, I'll have that straight now. It doesn't even happen. Mm. You know, it's like go forward knowing that as human beings, we take a lot longer to make a decision than we think a human being does. And then you're going to be all right. If you think, okay, well, like look at the add to cart. Only 10% of the people that go to your product page are going to add to cart. 10%. Mm -hmm. Not all of them. Christ, they don't love your product that much. 10% of them. Then you've only got, so if you've got 100, 100 people a day going to your website, you've got 10 you've got to then try and convert through the rest to get an order. So yeah, how do we, so some little steps, Matt, because this is your, you're very articulate here. I get a little bit frustrated and just like go off on one. How would you say we need to structure the thought process behind that funnel? So I think that the, the starting point um, will be, and this does tie in nicely and sort of the se second part of this episode is going to be about the audience is, is 
understanding your audience and thinking about what journey they would want to go on and what your what your overall objective is so you know if you're if you're e-com then it's going to be getting people onto your website to buy your product if you're lead gen is it to for somebody to opt into a lead magnet is it for somebody to book a call in with you is it for somebody to sign up to your webinar depending on what it is will de- determine how you set up the structure of that funnel and the type the different types of pages and things that you need um you know your your funnel could just be that you want to get people to your instagram profile right say not recommending this but this is still a funnel right in your in, on your instagram profile you have a url a link uh, and then that might go on to a page with different options and that's a way of getting people into your funnel so it's a, it's about whenever either from an ad or not it's about having somebody that can get access to you right yeah rather than mm-hmm. just hit landing on your profile on your on your website say and having a really clunky way of actually completing the desired action that you want them to take uh, and i i just see this sort of time and time again like you know even just from like posting content, you know, you see people posting content. I'm like, okay, that's great. But like, how, where do I go next? So content's great. I want to work with you. I don't know, like you're not giving me any way of like actually getting into your ecosystem, like signing up to, to your mailing list or opting into that lead magnet or accessing your website, say. So it's just about making it really easy and clear for people that don't know you to become the thing that you want them to become whether that's a lead or a customer okay um and if you're lead and then likely is that you'll have a, a value ladder and it might be that they come in on a freebie and then you have other funnels that get introduced to them via email to bring them into your higher price products yeah okay so, so just, ma- get, just map out your customer journey is, is the kind of like thing yeah to really and- know and understand before you launch an ad so then it's thinking about your customer, your avatar. And I think a lot of places, you know, we, we do this sort of stuff. We think about that perfect customer. Now, that might be a perfect customer who's male, might be female, might be both. Um, but you need to sort of think who your demographic is coming into that. And, you know, you can sketch this out um, and you can put an age in there, all these things. Once we start running the ads, we can actually go back into starting to see if your age groups were right or your sex were right. We, we you know, will tell you very simply how to do this sort of stuff, but you need to have a, a thought behind it. You know, are you going to be bringing men into this or not, or are you just going to go for women? Is it women's product? I heard, an, funny enough, I heard an example this morning of something I was listening to where there's, it was a, it's a very successful makeup company in the States and all their advertising is actually the two male founders of the company and like i was completely just like what you would think that it's going to be you know a woman who's had a problem herself blah 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 and she's launched a product and she's selling you know that you know that's standard isn't it? it's logic these are two guys two guys that you'd want to go for a beer with and they're mm-hmm. talking about the female products and how it helps your skin and blah, blah. And they're the ones on the forefront of the advertising, which is actually crazy. So, you know, I, I just very simply digressed from that. But 
you need to understand your you know, that's two guys in the in the uh, skincare business for women who understand that marketplace so well that they've built a multi-million dollar company out of it and they are still on the forefront of the advertising. So yeah. what I'm sort of saying is if they can do it, we can all do it. So when you're building your avatar, you need to look at things. I mean, you could even design like a little stick man or something like that and have arrows pointed at saying 44 to 30, 35 to 44. But if you look at the interest, like we're talking about yesterday, we're talking about our marble client where are they renovating a house? Are they remodeling a house? Same sort of thing. Are they building a new house? You know, at what point are they wanting a kitchen? Or like you said, example, are they just wanting a new kitchen? So I've then added in magazines, you know, house magazines, country and home or home and country, whatever they're called. Funny enough, I've gone on this morning and the home and the magazines categories, interest I've brought in are the ones that it's winning at the moment. It's bringing the leads in for that. So it's something that, you know, we have to, you really have to think about. And it's, and yeah, you need to do this at the beginning to get yourself started, but you always need to be thinking about this sort of thing. And there's nothing wrong with going back in and changing it, is there? Um, but you need to have this thought of who your ideal customer is before bringing, you know, to start bringing those audiences in. Yeah, it sounds like quite like cliche and like typical, like, oh, you need to know your audience. But it's so important. Like, it really is, especially if you're running ads, because a lot of how you build ads, especially to start with when you don't have any data to create lookalike audiences, do not worry, guys. We we're going we're gonna to cover type, the actual types of audiences in Facebook in a later episode. Um, it's so important because of when you build out that, that ad, knowing who's target, because it can, you, you know, you can target women that are age 40, that live on Oxford Street, that like sushi and cats. Like that's how like you can target that that granularly. So knowing your your avatar, your customer, whatever you want to call it, to that extent is really really important. And I think where a lot of people fall down is by sort of detail targeting and just using keywords of the thing that they're trying to get people to do um yeah. like you know i don't know what you maybe there's probably interest for like kitchen work tough or what have you what have you um you know without testing it i can't say that that's not going to work but it is just going a little bit deeper into the psychographics and being like okay so like what uh what books do they read magazines thought leaders what software and equipment and even that kind of thing i see work really really well when you when you get to that that level in understanding who your demographic is but just want to say love the example of sushi and cats <laughs> what product are we selling to find the interest of sushi and cats a product that's awesome that somebody has that has done their audience research and that is what they came up with yeah, great answer. Great answer. We're good. Shit, we're good. You know? <laughs> loves sushi. Narrow down search. Also loves cats. <laughs> these prop these these are gonna they're gonna be they are definitely gonna be the customers of my iPhone cases. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I reckon you're going to get like a 10 row ass on that easily with that audience. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, oh, perfect. What a perfect transition into now the audiences and why we have to get that audience right. ROAS, which is your return on ad spend. Now, we now want to reverse engineer this. What do you need to do to break even? Usually with Econ, we aim for like a three ROAS. It's usually about the time when someone someone starts making money at around about two and a half ROAS, don't they? They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, then, well, they're getting their ads, they've got their ad spend out. Two and a half ROAS for an e-com is usually where it sits. And then they obviously, they want as much as possible. You want six, seven, eight, nine, 16, 24 ROAS. Fantastic. Pulling a realistic number to start off with. And, you know, this can come down to your, does come down to your average order value and things like that. So these things are going to determine whether your funnel is going to kind of work. And you're not really going to know this until you start going because you're going to, you're going to start running ads and you're going to know what the CPMs are. And the CPM is how much Facebook is charging you to get in front of a thousand impressions. So that's the CPM. Um, on e-com, really, at the moment, it's between like four and nine pounds to get to a thousand people, to get to a thousand eyes, so to speak. Um, so all this is going to start making sense as you go. But you know, one of the important things we're looking at ads, which is a later episode, is looking at the data correctly. But that is reverse engineering to your audience. So by getting that audience right, if you're trying to sell um, a steak, there's no point in building an audience of vegans. <laughs> but it's that simple. People can make those mistakes so easily, can't they? Yeah. You've got to bring the right traffic. I use the word traffic loosely. We will be teaching you to use conversion campaigns all the time, not traffic campaigns. So don't go into your ads manager and go, oh, traffic, because I heard Nick say on the podcast, traffic. Don't. I'm just saying traffic as in people coming to your website, but we're going to make sure those people are right. So we need to bring the right people to your website. They need to be the people who are interested in your product because you've done your avatar and your research in the right way because Facebook is going to start rewarding you in the, in the right things. If Facebook is seeing a really good engagement with the right audience, then your CPMs are going to come down. Your cost per clicks are going to come down. Your click-through rates are going to come down your engagement quality, your ad quality, your conversion quality, when all these things are above average, Facebook absolutely loves you because you are putting the right content out in front of the right people. If no one's seen it yet, you need to go onto Netflix and you need to watch The Social Dilemma. This isn't about how Facebook started, like that film from years ago called The Social Network. The Social Dilemma is talking about Facebook really, but it's talking about all the different social platforms and how the algorithm works in the background. And they do it really well. So that it's about a film and it's got, you know, the characters of a family and you've got two sisters and a brother and the mum and dad who at dinner time are having to put the go- their phones to the side. And then it shoots back to the inside of the algorithm's brain, which is three guys who've got the the computer in front of them and all the screens, you know, like when you're watching, uh, the, the, imagine like Big Brother, you've got all the screens of that person where he's at the park and he's met a girl and then he's looking on his phone, all this sort of stuff. And the way they sort of talk to each other is about getting that person back into the app. All Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram want to do is keep you, they're competing for your time in the app. At the moment, it's something like, well, the program actually says, Social media apps as a whole, check this out, Matt, 
four and a half hours per day mm-hmm. in social media on average. Mm-hmm. Facebook alone is boasting two and a half hours of that is in Facebook, which is why Facebook's so powerful. So if the, if when you see this, it will all start making sense. If those if that algorithm is saying to you, oh, we need to get we need to get Matt back into the app again. You as an you as an advertiser are going to be rewarded by being part of that getting Matt back in for the right reasons. And at the same time, it's this program's also explaining that Facebook has to make money. So an advertiser to Facebook is really really important. If you are trying to sell a steak to vegans, Facebook very quickly is going to realise that you're an absolute schmuck and it's not going to get your engagement. So if you're not getting good engagement, your cost for clicks go down. If you're not getting good engagement, your click-through rate, well, your click-through rate goes down, your cost goes up, your CPMs go up, and you as an advertiser go, bloody hell, this Facebook thing's ex- expensive. Oh, it didn't work for me. It can work for you. It can work for so many businesses. You've just got to get the structure right and make sure the audience coming in is right, which is why on one of the next episodes, we're going to talk about audience testing using a CBO. It'll make sense when we get there because it's very, very important to get this bit right, because it's the difference in you making a lot of money and success from not just Facebook, but the other platforms, because the same theory is going to go to all the platforms. You just use them differently. Anything to add, Matt? I think that rounds that off quite nicely. Makes sense. To be honest, yeah. Okay, cool. Makes sense. All good. So yeah, so other we were we you know we're being silly at the beginning of this episode, as in like take this seriously. Take, it's really important. Two, we see it so much, especially the smaller businesses and entrepreneurs and course owners. It's just like build an ad. I'm not really interested. I'll throw it on there. Facebook. Everyone says that Facebook's really cheap and easy to do. Put it on there. Oh, I didn't work. Facebook didn't work. That's it. It's like well, what? I'm not saying it works for absolutely everyone. Your product's going to be right. But really, if you can set the, if you've got a proven concept that someone is buying your product, even if it's a two and a half thousand pound guttering system, and we've got a client who does that, they're getting plus 10 ROAS consistently. They've got proven concept. Their audience is out on Facebook because 85% of every single bloody person on this planet has a Facebook account or Instagram, they're there. Communicate with them in the right way and bring them into your funnel. And this is why I think a lot of people don't trust Facebook ads is because they try and make Facebook ads work for something that's not proven yet. Yeah. Quite simply. And if you've got that, and that's what we're sort of saying at the start of this episode, like, you know, you'll know if you've got a, a funnel and you'll know that it's already working. And ideally, you should already know what all your conversion rates are um, in an ideal world, because then you can reverse engineer that and decide on how much you need to basically spend on ads to to get that result. Um, so, yeah, and I think the other thing is, is that people will see that their ads aren't working, but it's actually the post click that's not where it needs to be so it looks like your ads aren't working and that's where like you, yeah. you know you hit the nail on the head by looking at all of like the cpms and the click-throughs and all that kind of stuff um which I sounds boring doesn't it and i'm sure people listen to this going well oh, really this is where we're going to talk about data oh you guys do this all the time you understand it you've got to understand the numbers i know guys i know it's boring you're in business 
or you're trying to go into business, welcome. Welcome, welcome aboard. To, yeah. Welcome to understanding that yeah. the reason why that guy over there is driving a Lambo. He yeah. got it right. And building an ad is easy. You know, you're just you're just following screens and clicking buttons, and you know, before you know it, you can have an ad set up in ten minutes. That's yeah. not and the data's not hard to look at. It's just knowing no, a few but that is what columns set up right. Yeah, but you need to know what you're looking out for, and and that's where I think a lot of people get stuck is that they build an ad and then it's like okay right so i don't know what this data is actually telling me yeah well, we're going to teach yeah. you what the data says you we're don't have to be a design that. expert i'm no good at no good at going into canva and these design things i'm not good at that you know it's not the bit you can outsource all these different things but also but the, know your business stuff works numbers. best sometimes yeah but you've got to know your business numbers yeah You've got to know what you're You've got to know these things. If you're in business and you want to make success out of business, whether it's Facebook ads or not, and this isn't going into a business rant, you've got to know your numbers. Simple mm. as. Yeah. Or just, or just go out and buy Business 101 and figure out the standard basics of business because it's going to come into your advertising. And without advertising, you can't Big bring time. in new customers. And if you haven't got any new customers, you haven't got business. What a great way to end the episode. Yeah, episode three. We will see you on part three.